back to the main text and the explanation of uh, Shaykh al-Fawzan uh, Imam al-Barbahari he brings a further point page 53 here point of 105 فقد قال على الله ما لا يعلم ومن قال على الله ما لا يعلم فهو من المتكلفين He's saying رحمه الله And know May Allah have mercy upon you That whoever speaks about the religion of Allah With his own opinion With analogy And with his own misinterpretation without a proof from the Sunnah and the Jama'ah then he has spoken about Allah that which he does not know and whoever says about Allah that which he does not have knowledge of then he is one of those who have overstepped the limits Shaykh Fawzan said he said Wa'lam rahimakallah and know may Allah have mercy upon you Sheikh said, every sentence which he begins with his saying, I'lam, and no, is in order to draw one's attention, because it is something important. He said, his saying, Man qala fi deenillahi bi ra'ihi wa qiyasihi wa ta'wilihi min ghayri hujjatin min as-sunnati wal jama'ah, faqad qala ala Allahi ma la ya'lam. Whoever says about the religion of Allah, something from his opinion and his analogy and his own interpretation without a proof from the Sunnah and the Jama'ah then he has said about Allah that which he does not know he said about Allah that which he does not have knowledge of Shaykh Fazan said فَالدِّينُ لَيْسَ بِالْرَعِي so the religion is not in accordance with opinion the religion is just in accordance with following following the evidence the religion is not based upon opinion nor upon analogy qiyas then the Shaykh said and what is meant here is al-qiyas al-fasid it's not based upon corrupt analogy he's not referring to correct analogy so the religion is not based upon ra'i, upon opinion nor upon people's analogies nor upon people's ideas rather it is just the revelation that was sent down to the Prophet who was sent this is the religion he said his saying وَقِيَاسِهِ one who speaks about the religion based upon his analogy, his own analogy Qiyas. Again, Sheikh Rawzan said, what is meant is al Qiyas al Batil, means false analogy. As for correct analogy, which is built upon an illa, a sound underlying reason, then this is from the fundamental evidences. Because the evidences are. Al-Kitab, Wa-Sunnah, Wa-Ijma' 
والقياس الصحيح مبني على القلة الصحيحة المنصوص عليها أو المستنبطة Jeff said because the evidences are the book and the sunnah and the consensus and correct analogy which is based upon a sound underlying reason which is either textually stated stated directly in text or deduced from text he said because an illa the underlying reason for ruling is of two kinds the first is illatun mansusa a reason that is stated in text directly and the second reason for ruling is illatun mustambata a reason that has been deduced and the scholars have deduced it from different texts but this is the actual reason for this ruling here so the first is one that's directly stated in the text and the second is that which the scholars have deduced and understood from texts he said he's saying nor is it based on the person's interpretation she said what is meant by interpretation is to shift to shift the wording away from what is apparent from it without any proof for doing so and this is blameworthy ta'wil this is blameworthy misinterpretation in taking the, the wording of a text and taking its meaning you know, taking it away from what's apparent to a, a meaning that's away from that without a proof for doing so this is, as the chef said this is blameworthy interpretation blameworthy misinterpretation he's saying وَمَنْ قَالَ عَلَى اللَّهِ مَا لَا يَعْلَمُ فَهُوَ مِنَ الْمُتَكَلِّفِينَ and whoever speaks about Allah that which he does not have knowledge of then he is one of those who has, who has overstepped the limits gone beyond the bounds Sheikh Fawzan said At-Takalluf is to speak about the religion without a proof without a proof and that's where Sheikh Fawzan ends explanation of that point Yeah, and just very briefly to mention something from the explanation of Sheikh Ahmad al-Najmi on this point and he said <coughs> I say Allah the mighty and majestic has rebuked has blamed and spoken against speaking about him without knowledge and he has made it equal to shirk committing shirk is made speaking about him without knowledge is made it equal to committing shirk along with Allah the mighty and majestic Allah the most high said قُلْ إِنَّمَا حَرَّمَ رَبِّيَ الْفَوَاحِشَ مَا ذَهَرَ مِنْهَا وَمَا بَطَنَ وَالْإِثْمَ وَالْبَغْيَ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ وَأَنْ تُشْرِكُوا بِاللَّهِ مَا لَمْ نَزْلُ بِهِ سُلْطَانًا وَأَنْ تَقُولُوا عَلَى اللَّهِ مَا لَا تَعْلَمُونَ Surah Al-A'raf, the seventh surah, ayah 33 with the explanation say my Lord has made forbidden immoral acts immoral and sinful acts whatever is apparent from them and whatever is hidden and commission of and committing sin and transgression upon 
against people's rights without right and that you associate along with Allah that which he did not send any proof down for and that you speak about Allah that which you do not have knowledge of Shaykh Ahmad said so speaking about Allah is to speak about his book without knowledge and to speak about his legislation without knowledge this is haram, this is forbidden so it is not permissible to speak about the legislation except for those who are bearers, those people who carry and bear the, the legislation those who know the book of Allah and those who know the proof for each question from the questions of the legislation.